0: Welcome to Gamers Down Under's podcast, this is episode 33, this week's news from Gamers Down Under. I'm Laman. I'm Steve. Excellent. So, Steve, Christmas is well and truly over. Thank the gods. (laughs) How's that credit card bill going, mate? I just don't even want to look at it.
1: Uh, I don't even think it was the credit card. I'll be walking along in the shopping centre and there's five people all holding hands, just five people deep, standing there, and I'm like are we standing in the middle of the walkway for like if you want to hold hands do it in a straight chain like and it's same as eb games people were going off and this and that and i talked to the eb games guy i was like oh they're keeping you busy today mate he goes oh like you'd never believe and people were go like people were blaming him as if it's his fault like i normally i shop there a lot normally there's only two staff on like maybe a third staff when they've got like a crossover period, but normally only two staff for this one, they had, I reckon I counted seven staff and there might've even been people out the back. So they had nearly three times their normal staff on and they still were getting abused for not being able to keep up with the people. Like how can you possibly get prepared for that? Uh, Like I, I, me, in my everyday job, I, I have to staff on workers, and I've got full-timers, casuals, everyone like that, normally I take in, say, a 20%. They, they, they had unbelievable amount of people on, and they still got abused, and everyone's like, oh, stuffy, big games, it's your fault this, your fault that. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, if you hate them so much, go away. You're slowing me down from spending my money and buying my Boxing Day sales which I did, I bought bought a couple of games, but that's my... We haven't done a podcast for a couple of days, so I've been building that rant up. I've been
0: waiting. I said I asked you to do on Christmas Day just a little message to the gamers, wish them happy, uh, Merry Christmas and all that, and it went for 15 minutes. So, what's not to expect that Steve was dying for a rant at the start of this podcast? Exactly. (laughs) uh, Just... No. Look, I was quite surprised. I actually went to EB Games on um, Boxing Day as well, and I was speaking to the guy there as well. Um, he was saying there's a lot of returns. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I bought my nephew a game. It was one of the
1: rare collections on Xbox, and it's got 30 games on it. For me, I didn't even really clue on. Like He's only seven years old, eight years old next year, and my sister was like, oh... An MA rated game, and I'm like, no, 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 it's not an MA rated game. Like, there's an like they have to rate it the highest that the game on there is. So while yes, one of the games are MA, like it had Conquer's Bad Fur Day, like all these like
0: rares. Hey, um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, refresh me on this, right? I thought that was a pretty. Adult humour type of game. Yeah, I'll probably it's probably
1: not the best example I could have used <laughs> <linked> to... <laughs> I love that game, so I know
0: all of it. I
1: yeah, think, to sell it.
0: Yeah, it's got adult humour there.
1: Yeah, it does. Well, Ren and Stimby had a hell of a lot of adult humour, but when we were young, we didn't really realise. No, no, that's it. That's
0: it. All right, so you had to go return it, I'm assuming. No,
1: nah, no, nah, I
0: gave it to him. I
1: said, no, just monitor what game he turns on, like, He's not going to play Gears of War and stuff like that, but get him to play the other games. If you don't like it, give it back to me. I'll keep it, and I'll get you something else to swap. Because, like, seven-year-olds, they don't know what... Like, actually, I was right about to say seven-year-olds don't know what they want. Dedicated gaming ones do. Like, the little fella who I always play with. He loves soccer. You can get him any FIFA
0: game. Doesn't matter. You can have FIFA 19. FIFA Uh, EA Sports!
1: You can literally, if I rocked up and I had FIFA 10 to FIFA 20 in a big chunk just like that, he would be absolutely stoked. Like, that is his... He, he loves it, loves FIFA. But the likes of my nephew and even my own um, girls, they don't game enough to be, oh, I want this, I want that. Like, they'll play Fortnite. Uh, so that was um my present giving. I got a couple of good ones. I done the um quick little live stream the other day just of all the – the missus went above and beyond and got me some absolutely awesome. What do you call them? I like a figurine, I guess. I was going to
0: say figurine, statues. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, I bought myself one, uh, admittedly, just because I liked the look of it. But then she absolutely killed it. Limited edition collector's set of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Did you open it up? I would open it up. I did. I had to. Uh, yeah, you just dropped the value with it straight away. No, well, what I'm going to do, because it comes with the book and the script. The book is white and the script is black, just like a normal six-inch kind of book. Very short novel kind of thing. I'm going to get them both framed, because I've got the actual DVD. I've played the actual DVD, everything like that. But these books, I feel like that's the true collector's bit of that set. So I'm going to get that framed and put it in everything Final Fantasy VII. Like, if anyone is ever like oh what am i gonna buy steve for uh, any, any day of the week friday valentine's day anything you can just get me anything final fantasy 7 and i'll be happy
0: all right well i bought a couple of things so i did a photo be- just before christmas i bought the sd card the 100 gigabyte one which i yep. thought yeah man it's cheap well no it's not 100 it's 125 gig no nah, 250 250 gig and i'm like yes that's gonna be enough and then As soon as the boxy day sales come out, Amazon announces 400 gig for 69 bucks. Just every time I buy something, no matter what I do, I can do all the research I want. I was, I didn't do any research. I was lazy, but (laughs) never do. But as soon as I actually put the money in that bloody register... Bang. Sale! $69 for double the space. You
1: like it, you serious? I wanna I wanna do a, I won't worry about it on the podcast. I'll do a rod up for our page because we've had a fair few people as of late. Like cause we've got so many retro gamers on our page as well, and even parents whose kids game, they don't understand modern day problems. Uh, They don't understand SD cards. They don't understand first day downloads. Like, what I, some of the best advice I can give any parent or even any partner. This is a prime example. One of my friends got a PlayStation 4 Pro bought for him uh, for Christmas with a game. She had it for nearly a month just sitting there wrapped up under the tree. Yep. On that day he has to open it up, does all the downloads, the updates, the game does the downloads, the updates. He physically didn't get to play it that day. It <laughs> took 16 hours worth of downloads for everything. He didn't get to play it. And my advice was it sat under the tree for a month. Like you don't have to cut the plastic off of a console. Like you can retape it. So what I said, and my advice to a lot of parents, partners who aren't gamers, open it all up, install the games, do all the downloads, the patches, the updates, absolutely everything that you possibly can do, then rewrap it, put it under the tree. Even if you save them, like he had a 40 or 50 gig download for one of the games. He's on ADSL 2+, not even NBN, and yeah, he just physically didn't get to download it.
0: No, that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's a bit of a mistake there. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, Yeah, you can't play it until tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, so I want to put up a, I guess,
1: a, a gamer's guide to noobs, and even SD cards, SD cards for the Switch. Like, some people just see SD card, and they think to themselves... Hey, look, there's an SD card. I'll just buy that. But the problem is a lot of the figures and all the numbers and all that kind of stuff on the front of the SD card, that's the details. It'll actually explain read speeds and all that kind of stuff. And the Switch can only handle up to a certain amount. So yeah, yeah. there's no use getting these certain SD cards that can be read to whatever. Let's just make up a figure, 100 gig a second, because the Switch itself can only read at 20 gig a second. Just yeah. little little things like that that can reduce cost like these days. Everyone yeah. needs to reduce cost. The living expenses going up, but wage growth is stagnant as all buggery. So Yeah, that'd definitely that'd be good.
0: I'll be looking forward to that, so it might even help me. Yeah. <laughs> mate, might, I said might I didn't guarantee that it would But yeah What else did I do on Christmas? Oh, thank you for the t-shirt, mate you, you, How did you know I wanted a PlayStation shirt? It, well,
1: no, you've converted
0: oh, It wasn't even a PlayStation VR shirt No one likes VR oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I do <laughs> and, and now there's a new Oculus Quest out And I just keep looking at Amazon And I'm like, do I spend Ben the 620 i'm interested to see that
1: i'm not going to talk about it yet i gotta google it more i know like we've talked about a lot of vr using the processor in phones using processor in computers blah blah, blah. this one is a standalone unit yes I, I don't like you look at the processor and the everything in the switch it's not good enough to run top end not and i and i say top end air quotes top-end triple-A rated games, I mean, like, the Call of Duties and stuff like that, I wonder how the Oculus, whatever the hell it is now, would do because it's a standalone... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oculus Quest. Because it, it's a standalone unit. Like, there's still a lot of VR systems out there that people's computers can't even run because they're so GPU-heavy, CPU-heavy. Like, you've got to have a proper gaming system even think about uh running these systems
0: yeah and that's what i was asking like because when we were out at christmas lunch he we was sitting there and we were talking and i was telling him how many vr games i've got i've nearly got the whole playstation library i'm missing probably about 30-ish games out of yep. all of them yep. that's including experiences i love it i love everything with the playstation vr I just played Oh My Genesis VR. And I actually did a review on our website as well, talking about the game. Fantastic game. You are a god, like myself. I know everybody else can't be a god, but I am. (laughs) It's sort of like a little town builder. you got to defend your little people from their enemies. and It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Very immersive. There's asteroids that come down. You have to block it with your hands. So you like doing some kung fu moves, trying to block them. The only gripe I had with the game, it was $4.55 to buy it. Yep. That gives you two levels. Yeah. A total of four levels in the game. If you want to play the other two levels, you got to pay another two boxes. Pay. Now, pay, yeah. wouldn't you just put the game at $13? I, I wonder if it's like...
1: Like, when I'm buying mobile games, normally I don't. I don't normally... I normally get the free mobile games. I know they're going to be pay-to-play but I just ignore them because I'm not going to dive into too many mobile games anyway. But, like, I'll buy games that are $0.99, cents, but I normally yeah. won't I normally won't buy games that are $6 because I'm like, ah, Staffy, yeah, I'm not spending $6 on a mobile game. Like, if I have a game where it's $0.99 cents and I have to buy it four times, I've probably got a higher chance of doing that than just spending $4 in one
0: go. Well, see, uh, that was the only thing that actually annoyed me because I'm, I'm happy to pay for a full game i'm not paying for a demo i'm not paying for half a game just tell me how much you want for the full game i'm happy to pay it that's the other thing like i've got a like a lot of mobile
1: games like kairosoft and stuff they bring out demos where you get to play let's say a whole level for free and then you pay the 99 cents to buy the actual game itself that's A brilliant way to find out whether you like the game. Like, I downloaded, and I hate to say it out loud, a Square Enix game, a demo. Luckily, I played the demo because I'd pre-ordered the game. I went and cancelled my pre-order. I just, I didn't like the game. And it was a $80 PlayStation 4 game. Onidaki was the name of the game. And it just didn't um, ring true for me. And... So sometimes demos and stuff like that are a, are a good thing. But I do understand what you mean. Like, it feels like they're just double dipping.
0: It, it really did. And it was just needless double dipping. I would have paid the full price. I would have moved on. Look, the game, I, I highly recommend it. If you've got a VR system out there, 13 bucks, download both DLCs, play both levels, uh, all four levels. It probably does leave an open to make more DLCs if it's successful. But I would have been so much happier just knowing when I was going into it, oh, hang on, I actually do need this. Yeah, yeah. Rather than finding out and going, "Oh, so
1: there's four levels. How long did it take to finish a level?"
0: <laughs> well, the first level was like 5 minutes. Oh, yes, that's disgusting. Okay. The, the the second level was probably about 40 minutes, 45 minutes.
1: Oh, see, that's and okay. Like, like an yeah, let's yeah. just say an hour experience for hmm. $4. You get yeah. paid roughly $30 an hour. Done. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how I that's how I convert my let's just say, whether a game is a pass or a fail. Yeah. If I earn back the cost of that game through time, like this game that I've been playing at the moment, I've already put six hours into it. I got that game for $60. So technically, it's cost me $10 an hour for that game. I'm very happy with that. I get paid three, four, five times that an hour to be at work. So I'm happy with that. And that's like that second level of yours. And this game that I've got for $60, there's already two DLCs because it actually came out um, a couple of years ago. But they are complete, not a standalone DLC. I don't need them, so I'll probably finish the main game and see because it's a JRPG. By then, I might have so many hours burnt into it, I might not feel like doing the DLCs.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. No, so, other than that, I, I literally to do all levels probably took me about probably three, four hours. I still haven't got all the trophies. And I don't think I will be getting all the trophies because I've got so many other games I need to get through to try and catch up with everything being released. Yeah. But, like, there is replay- replayability with that because of to try and get the trophies, like, you have to kill a thousand of your followers or you have to save every single one on, like, an apocalypse mode. Yeah, so, yeah. they actually have thought about the replayability with the game, which is good. Yeah. Now, I
1: think we should. I want to have a quick chat to the listeners. Mostly, I feel like we'll just have a quick chat. I want to talk about what games we've been playing. There are two things that I want to mention. One is matching advertised price or whether the company should honour it. And the other one was obviously our LG review of the um new screen that LG sent out on their new uh, ultra range so they're the two things that I want to talk about and then move on to our gaming of the week so that way we can ask the listeners what they've been up to what they got from their loved ones what they oh, they bought themselves their cat I don't know I'll let you start got a different retail view on things than I do from a more of a unionized background a construction background So I'll let you start with it, see what you think it is, and then we'll um, move on to the screen.
0: So we're talking about the good guy stores advertising Nintendo Switch, incorrectly advertising it at $219, and then coming back on their thing and saying, oh, hang on, we made a mistake. It's actually $2.89.
1: But I guess the full story, they do it all the time, and they advertise at a far lower price even Harvey Norman, stuff like that, say they're going to advertise it at 2.19 in their catalogs, and then all they do is they put on, like, online or send an email or something saying, oh, sorry, guys, we made a mistake. They know that electronic advertisement is not going to reach many people, but they do it to cover themselves from any sort of liability uh, against the C of false advertisement. Yeah, That's my dead set opinion. If it was once off here and there, done. I would look the other way. But I feel like a lot of these companies are doing it
0: more and more and more. It's more like clickbait, basically. Yes, definitely. And so like, even with my retail background and like, I worked in retail for many years. If the price is on the advertising, that's what the price the customer pays, and that's it. Yeah. I don't even bother arguing any further. I don't bother going, oh, hang on, no, sorry, we've changed it. No, it's whatever is advertised is the price we have to give the customer. And that's all the same
1: to this I day. Was, I was doing a lot of research on that. In the, most other countries of the world, that's actually not this, how it is. A business, like in the UK, the US, stuff like that, have the right to cancel a sale and just offer you your money back or just say, sorry, sir, we're pulling it off the shelf. Done. So they can advertise something for a dollar. You come in, you grab it, take it to the counter for a dollar and say, I want to buy this. And they say, oh, damn, just kidding. It's actually $100. You're like, no, no, it says $1. And they're like, good point okay we better go and fix that and they just take the product off you go and fix the sign done there's no repercussions. you might have driven an hour to get there nothing no slap on the wrist no and most of the time people are like oh stuff it i've bloody come this far i'll just buy it i don't believe that is right i don't believe it's good
0: faith uh and uh, that's pretty much it. I don't believe it's good faith. No. And look, there is some of the good guys that have been actually still honoring that price, which my hat's off to them. Yep. People go, okay, hang on. They look at these advertising because they do want the best deal they can get. They would have seen it. They would have had, well, a lot of advanced notice and gone, Oh my God, I really want that. I'm going to get that for my kid, for my daughter, for myself, whoever. Yep. And then they get there. Oh, hang on. No, no, sorry. We sent out an email last week. No, nah, mate, doesn't cut it. If you well, have a Tesla bus you should be paying that price. Well, I'm in north side of Brisbane, and
1: the closest good guys that I've been told who's honouring it is Capellaba. It's 50-minute drive from me. Yeah. I'm nervous. Any good guys that you ring now will instantly tell you the new price because it's fixed on their computer system. It's only the stuff up is if they haven't actually realised that the written price is wrong so the printed-off price out in the store. So if you ring any good guys, even if I ring Capelaba, they will say, oh, it's 299 yeah. That's it. That's it. But if you get there and you look at the store, they've got it printed off, sticky tape to it, saying 219
0: And that should be really fair. If, if it's printed there and it's labelled, that is the price you need to honour. Yes. I know the ACCC do actually find businesses for incorrect price labeling. Yes. I'm yes I trade, so I actually go to sites and actually audit their price labels. Mm-hmm. And they get in a little trouble by us if they have incorrect price labels because the customer needs to know. And if a customer ever comes up to them and says, hey, no, 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 this is cheaper than what your, your system says, we honor what the, the actual ticket says mm-hmm. or give them whichever is cheaper. So if the system's price is cheaper, we give them the system price. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. Is, is what the customer gets. So I really can't understand how they're going to go. Oh, no, someone's stuffed up. And then one of the people on our page was actually mentioning that apparently people have lost their jobs over this. OK, that's sad. And they shouldn't lose their jobs over making a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. I make hmm. mistakes. Pretty sure you would as well. And if a company is terminating employment just for a typo, well, yeah. there needs to be different, uh, more checks and balances to make sure that what is getting yeah. sent out is correct. That's the
1: one thing that I wanted to touch on. So we'll leave that. I want as many people, like it was a pretty healthy debate the other day on our page. A lot of people were jumping on and a lot, it actually felt like a lot of people were defending good guys. And I, I didn't really agree with it, but it is what it is. A lot of people have their own opinions. Accepting companies these days, they just do whatever they want. They, like Sony is getting sued by ACCC uh, because they just turned around and said, no, nah, we don't care. This is what we're doing. We're Sony Europe. And ACCC turned around and said, no, 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 you're not Sony Europe. You, That might be your holdings, but you're in Australia. And they said, oh, we don't care. If you don't like it, we'll leave. And ACCC said, oh, you can, but here's your fine while leaving. And they, they're they headhunting them in the high courts over that refund policy. Me and a couple of my friends got done by that exact refund policy close to a year ago, and it's still going in the high courts. The ACCC is heavily going after them. A lot of people defended Sony, saying, oh, well, they can do whatever they want. I'm like,
0: no, nah, go on get them see i didn't have anything to do with any of that so i wouldn't have played that game to begin with so so i didn't have an issue but if there is games out there that are broken i do agree there should be a refund given but it def- depends on like the reason for the refund you can't just go oh i don't like the game it, it was unplayable yeah so that's what i mean the, so that's different. The, that's problem,
1: what the problem is and this is the argument that i'm having with my friends at the moment because i've got two friends who have left sony They've written Sony off, they cancelled their memberships, they've sold their PlayStations, they're done. They said, Oh, well, there you go Sony, I'll never go back to them ever again. And I said, How come Sony's copying all your hate? Because now. They literally downloaded PUBG on PC yesterday. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're playing PUBG. And I'm like, we hate PUBG. And they're like, no, 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 we don't. I'm like, yes, we do. PUBG are the ones that cost us money. And they're like, no, no, that was Sony's fault. And I'm like, why? Why is it Sony's fault but not PUBG's? Because what Sony's actual policy was, if you haven't played the game, We'll give you your money back, or if the developer admits there is a fault in their coding, we will give you your money back. Because they're not gonna play a hole in every single game on their library from start to finish platinum to make sure it works. They rely on their developers to actually make sure they bring it in properly in the first place. So then Sony turned around and said, okay, guys, have you played the game? Yes. Damn. Okay, hang on. Has PUBG announced that the game is flawed? No. Sorry, guys, we can't give you a refund. It's against our policy. Done. Mm -hmm. We hated that because that goes against Australian code. The refund is it was unplayable, blah, blah, blah. So they have to give us a refund. But for me... I actually hate PUBG because they were the ones who would not admit that their game was unplayable because they were like, "Oh no no, we'll patch it, we'll patch it." No, give me my money back. After you've patched it, then I'll decide whether I'm going to spend my money again. You're not having my $60 while I wait for you to patch a game for it to work.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not it. Ha- so, games that
0: sort have of come back from that before, like No Man's Sky for instance allegedly, allegedly, that was crap when it first came out. Oh. Now, I never played it when it was crap, so I will speak with was nice. this one as well. But, like, coming onto it now, I had no issues playing it. Yeah. A couple of glitches here and there, but nothing to write home about.
1: That's why, like, Steam now has a whole new refund policy, blah, 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 and they're all catching up slowly. But, yeah, I, I don't believe you can lodge a 1,000 hours on a game and then be like, oh, I have to return this, the game's bad. Yeah. Like, if you like steam's policy i think in the first 14 days you can return it uh if, uh if you haven't played it first seven days if you have played it up to a certain amount of hours stuff like that i think you can do so all right let's move on that's enough ranting about that lg all right life's good <laughs> Life is good. Let's talk about this monster. We were contacted by LG to do a review on one of their new ultra gear range monitors. Uh, luckily to get, they call it a 32-inch screen, a 31.5-inch, 32 probably from bezel to bezel, but 31.5 of actual screen. I can't say anything other than beauty. Like, I have a 27 inch screen already look let's think about like back in the day like we had these screens 18 inch was big <laughs> yeah. like we we had 15 inch monitors that were deeper than they were wider you needed three men to carry them onto computer desk and your your, your whole computer desk would wobble if you just touched the screen because they weighed <laughs> so much this thing is 32 inches With the stand and everything weighs seven and a half kilo. I can nearly take it onto a plane. That's
0: 32
1: (laughs) 32 inches. That's nearly a meter. Like, that's 85-ish centimeters. Like, that's what our TVs used to be back in the day. Like, I had a 42-inch TV when I was 18, and, like, I was God's gift. Like, I had friends, like, geez, look at this thing. That's awesome, blah, blah, blah. That's 42-inch. This is a 32-inch computer monitor. And it is 4K, HDR 10, all this Thunderbolt. Like, it is just for anyone who is sitting there with their screen at the moment. They've got a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, anything like that. And they're like, you know what? I could go a new screen, jump on, have a look at our review. This is a screen that I feel like you could buy today and you'll have it for another five years. Easy. It'll be next gen guaranteed. Like I, I know they've put out figures that next gen are going to be 8K. I don't believe that. There's PCs at the moment that can't even do 8K worth thousands of dollars. They reckon next gen is going to be 8K. No way. Maybe video, but not gaming.
0: But that's pretty good then if you're saying that this screen will actually support next generation. So if you were going and thinking, hang on, I do need a screen, or maybe I need to catch back up to the market from what I'm sitting at at the moment, like that's the whole next generation They'll last what, five, six years, maybe seven years? Yeah. So that's a long time for a monitor.
1: Yeah. And that's, look, my 27-inch, it's a 4K, but it's not HDR. This thing is HDR. It is unbelievable the difference between even the picture quality and just M2.
0: I did have to ask you quickly, though. Me and you hate dark games, and I think maybe it is because of the screen. So how is, like, Days Gone now compared to how Days Gone was on your other screen? I still hate it. You still hate Days Gone, but <laughs> no, that's it's, not the point.
1: Everything is perfect. Like, literally, the black is blackest of black, like... <laughs> the colors because of the the nano IPS or whatever it's called like the the picture resolution it is where it's blue it's blue where it's red it's red like normally it goes in waves like if you I've done a little bit of a spiel about the scientific side of things but normally to get from a color to a color it's got to go in the wave the problem is Roughly in the middle of that wave is when, like, say, red plus green is a certain color. You can, they have to be careful of when they blend colors. The HDR, where it is black, it is black. And then all of a sudden it's white, and then it's yellow, and then it's red. Like, it is just phenomenal. Just my background on my PS4 Pro, it's, I've got the. Final Fantasy 7 background of, of Midgar, and the blues are blue, the black is black. Like it's just so absolutely phenomenal. And so, sound, the dark games, Oh, it definitely helps. I feel like the dark game on my old monitor just didn't feel very crisp, like it was dark and bleary, but you know, now yeah. it is dark and crisp. So, you understand, like you're going through a tunnel. It's yeah. dark in that tunnel but when you see the light that light is actually like it's perfectly there it's not blurred it's not shimmery like unless it is supposed to be like most of the colors now what they are is what they're supposed to be. And the uh, refresh rates, the frame rates, I was playing some Call of Duty, I was playing car games, I was playing Fortnite, all them kind of things. Absolutely perfect. Like the my brother was playing Street Fighter on it, so the input lag is that pretty much non- non-existent. Like they have really stepped into the market. I could hear a bird in the background. That's mine. Uh oh. Anyone living in Queensland, well, Brisbane at the moment, it's rained here for the last three days. We desperately needed it. It's been like, I know game is down under, we've been talking about trying to get an appeal going, we're trying to jump on board with the farmers and everything like that. Even myself, like I had to go away uh, with the partner the other day and we stared at the backyard. I'm on 10 acres, so I'm on pretty big acreage. Um, and we stared at it. We're like, Jesus, is this going to be here when we come back? Like, the whole yard was just brown. Like, there was not a single blade of green grass. And we were we were nervous. Like, we were like, geez, do we take the dog with us? Because, like, it was the first time in 30 years where I've looked at this property and I'm like, man, this would actually go up in flames. Like, normally it's like, oh, we've got a big dam down the back and it's pretty green and everything like that. This was the first time where I've properly looked at it and been like, "Uh uh-oh we in for a bad time. That was a week ago. It started raining three days ago and hasn't stopped until today. Now all the birds and the bees think it's on, <laughs> and they haven't stopped. Oh. 5 a.m. this morning <laughs> to, to now, they've just been partying out there. I've been partying, but like you should see the dump birds. They literally they look like lo- you know um, like ivises. They literally look like police officers searching the long grass for a body. They're walking 20 birds deep in a line, just walking the grass, just collecting grubs and <laughs> everything, that, all the worms that are coming up. It, it, yeah, I was having a good laugh about it. The dog runs off. Quick, get a dump bird, mate. And, but, yeah, having a good laugh about it. All right.
0: So what, are they, what, are, what game have you done this week, then?
1: I got two games for Christmas i got Jedi and... Zoom. I haven't got a zoom
0: sound. I need a zoom sound.
1: No. Uh, oh. Like, I was playing with me a lightsaber, but it doesn't make that sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's, would you just let that go? Uh, Mr. <laughs> yelling at me. Fine, hurry up. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Santa's here.
0: Sit <laughs> yeah. on Santa's lap. Yeah. It
1: is right. Jedi. I turned it on. I installed it. I don't want to play it yet. It is <laughs> it, it Feels like a game where I'm gonna have to dive into it like it's a visually Triple-a game story all that kind of stuff I got it and a switch game and once again the switch game is winning like I and this has happened the last couple of games that I've bought I've bought a top-end AAA... Like, last time, I can't remember what the PlayStation game was I bought, but I bought Northgard for the Switch. Yeah. Northgard, I put 20, 30 hours into it. The PlayStation game, maybe five. Because the Switch, I can just turn on, turn off, put it in sleep mode, go to bed, play it on the couch, take it into the toilet. I can do whatever the hell I want. I don't
0: want to be in the toilet, mate. <laughs> get there with me. Anyway, okay, so... You didn't play Star Wars is all you're saying. So that little rant, it was, I have not, I'm sorry, I have not played Star Wars. The other game was (laughs) Y-S-8.
1: Hang on, I'm going to have to try to get this right. Yeah, let's pronounce it. Lacrimosa of Dana. Dana. Dana, D-A-N-A, which is funny because that's my mother's name.
0: That's
1: it. Maybe it's a capital Y, little S. So maybe it's Y's eight, Y's eight. Because it's V-I-I-I. Wise 8, Lacrimosa of Dana. I admittedly... Look, I haven't played the others, but I am heavily enjoying it because it's an action rpg more than an actual turn-based rpg but it's a jrpg so a bit grindy the one aspect that it's got in it that won me over because it was between this and xenoblade 2 this has a village builder i it is such a small little concept that a game can do and it gets me every single time like yep. nina had a town builder this yep. has a town builder like if a game has town builder aspect to it like Mad Max had a town builder. That's me done. I'm instantly pooling hours into it because I want to build up my town. I like the sense of, like, the gratification, like, the
0: growth. Yeah. Well, so my gaming of the week, I've done quite a bit. So first was that My Old Genesis VR, fantastic, which is a reviewer's on our website. Yeah. I've also played Everybody's Golf VR. Everybody's Golf
1: VR. Oh, actually, I, I used to like Everybody's Golf but I never played the VR.
0: Well, it's literally you're playing golf in your lounge room or your games room or wherever you're playing it. And I got the missus involved. So she was getting there, taking her swing. And then you actually build rapport with your caddy. Oh, and really? Yeah. So she was playing for playing it for me. She was getting me a couple of trophies. I'm like, sweet, don't have to get those trophies now. And then she goes, okay, I've had enough. You play it. I'm like, no, oh, I really can't be bothered. It looks fun, but I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm like, nah, I'll play one game. I literally put the headset on, bang, (laughs) cutscene. I'm on a date with the caddy. (laughs) (laughs) My missus goes, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, you gave it to me. You told me to play. I'm on a date now. What am I supposed to do? She goes, what's she up? doing? I'm like, she's offering me a Malteser. So I'm trying to eat a virtual Malteser in the game, and it didn't work. She ended up taking it herself. But, yeah, I'm assuming that you're going to build a relationship with the caddy. So, you know, pretty funny. But I actually like the game. The game's pretty cool. The swinging concept's probably a little bit hard, but the VR restrictions, like, if the if it can't sense where your controller is. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a bit skew-if. But other than that, really cool game. I played Dark Eclipse. That's a free game on the PlayStation Store. It's sort of like a Diablo, right? Multi-character Diablo. You get to move your pieces around. Actually, there we go. It's sort of like a chess game, but it's actually live action. So if you think of the Star Wars game on the Millennium Falcon, where Chewie and Han Solo are playing, you get those monsters, 3D monsters fighting there. The Holopad, the Holopad game... That's what it looks like. You have to destroy their kingdom.
1: When they were in the can, uh, the cantina or whatever and they're playing the chess board game.
0: Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. Like yeah. It's a 3D little map. You're moving your pink creatures along. The only pretty issue with that one is you can only use one hand. Now, you've got two move controllers. You don't buy one move controller, so I don't know why you can't use two, but anyway. The other game I played was Concrete Genie. That's actually a really pretty game. Concrete Genie. Yeah. So oh, you're I remember talking about this one. Yeah, yeah, this is about
1: the bullying.
0: Yeah. So you got some bullies in this town that's, like, run down. You get some magic wand. Well, not – sorry, you get this magic paintbrush – And you go around painting murals on walls, and that lights up little light globes, and you can rescue genies. They're called genies, but they're like little monsters that are animated on the wall. Looks quite nice. The storyline's quite good as well. I'm about 20% through that at the moment. What else did I play? There was something else I played. Oh, Beat Saber. Mate, that game is hard. It's not built for a body like mine, mate. That's all I'm going to say about Beat Saber. I'm still trying, but I'm going to pass it. (laughs) It's... Too much exercise, eh? Oh, mate, the sweat coming off me after one, like, level one, <laughs> it kills me. I'm like, I feel like I've done a workout. But I, oh, I do yeah. enjoy that, too. The other one I actually downloaded, I just played it the other day, um, actually on Christmas Day itself, was Hatsune Miku. Oh. It's a VR Future Live concert. So it's a very famous Japanese anime character who sings on stage. You can change your place around the state, around the audience or you could put yourself up on a pedestal. We all know where I'd be. I'd be up on the pedestal, of course. And you go do like little dance moves with the move controllers in relation to what the other people are doing in the crowd. Sounds the one really cool thing that I think was quite cool is when the, I'm going to say the experience meter, but the hype meter gets full. You then can actually, you actually have to yell out her name and get a special bonus and things like that. So, more explosions happen on the screen. It looks visually really appealing. Um, that's free to download. However, to actually play anything on there, you've got to download the DLC. That's where they catch you with the prices. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. um, I've got Bound to play. I haven't played Bound yet. I've just downloaded that today. And I'm going to tell you now, I still haven't played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I've played two levels, and I've gone, I'll come back to that soon. <laughs> You're <laughs> so, mocking me. I know, but I've got to finish it. But I've, I've got to have time, and I've got to be able to immerse myself. Oh, hang on, wait, that's you. That is me. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was it for my gaming. So I've done quite a bit of gaming this week, mm. having lots of fun. So, yeah, have you got anything else you would like to talk about? Nope, that's me done for this week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Ensure you check out GamersDoneUnder.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and It'll never be game over.
1: And gamers got a game.